Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here and I'm happy to be here. This is a late episode. I don't know when this is going to be actually uploaded, but it is we are smack dab in the middle of holidays. We just wrapped up Christmas and I had every intention of getting this episode out to you on time. But your girl was in a bit of a funk last week. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. It was, yeah, we're going to talk about more on that in in just a second, but it was kind of rough. It was really interesting. I actually haven't experienced something like that at that level before over, honestly, like as far as I could tell, nothing. So it was super interesting. Well, we're going to talk more about that, but I hope you had a wonderful holiday season with your family. I know holidays can be rough for a lot of us. So if it's, if it's a challenging time for you, just know I'm with you and I, you know, I I get it from my own perspective and, um, I'm sending you lots of love. So, you know, we're right around the corner from a new year. Again, I don't know when this episode is going to be dropped, but As you're listening to this, either we're about to cross over a new year or it's already the new year. And that always, it's interesting. It's like right after Christmas, it's, it's like this weight is off my shoulders. Like this morning I woke up, it's the 27th as I record this, but it's Monday. So it was like, you know, the first Monday after the holidays where for me, at least things are going back to normal. I know a lot of people are still on vacation and whatnot, but for me, it was like, okay, this is our first normal Monday after the holidays. And it felt like a brand new fresh start and it felt so good. So I'm hoping that you're either feeling that relief now, or you will very, very soon. And the new year excites you because it's, it's new, it's fresh. There's so much potential in next year, which is something to be so grateful for. So let's talk about 2021 and my business and what has transpired and what I have learned because this has been one of the most powerful years of my business that I've ever had. I mean, I've been in business for four years and I've never learned. I mean, it's hard to say I've never learned more because I feel like even in, in, you know, in the beginning years of my business, I probably learned the most just, you know, struggling through the beginning seasons of being an entrepreneur and then running a business as a new mom. No doubt. I've probably learned more then, but I feel like 
the lessons that I've learned this year and I think the lessons I've really implemented into my business, the the weight of these lessons have, I feel like they've carried the most weight at least. So I'm really excited to dive into to the episode today. I did this same episode last year and it's so interesting how much can change in a year because I debated doing that episode last year. I think it was like, I think the title was a year in review or something, um, year end review. I think I should have looked it up, but, um, you can find it. And I, I broke down my year and what I made in revenue and the lessons I learned. And I almost didn't share it because one, I wasn't very proud of my results. As a matter of fact, my revenue for the year ended up being $290,000, which is fantastic. Uh, exactly a hundred thousand more from the year prior. And I was so angry at myself because I had not been tracking my numbers like pretty much all year. And, and I've talked about my issue with this before, just, you know, kind of sporadically in other episodes, but this is how bad it was. And and I've come such a long way. I'm so proud of myself because it's so different now, but in 2000, 2020, I, I, yeah, I of course would look, I, I knew ish what my numbers were, but I got to December and I was closing out December and realized that I was $10,000 away from hitting 300,000, which like, why would you not push for that? Right? Like why? And same thing with the year for the year before 190. I was like, why would you not? And the reason why is because I hadn't been tracking my numbers. I didn't even give myself a shot. And it was so, it was a moment that I felt very, I was very disappointed in myself, especially as a business owner. And I talked about that in the episode. So I was, I had some shame around, around sharing that, but I was, I was honest about it. And also I was nervous about sharing that episode because I was like, well, if I do this, then, then I, you know, I mean, it kind of makes sense to continue doing these, to do them at the end of every year and give breakdowns. And I had the thought like, oh crap, what if, what if next year I, I do the same or I don't grow very much or, you know, what if I do less for whatever reason? And I, I had some like serious anxiety around that, but per usual, (laughs) I record anyway, and I talk anyway, and I, I, you know, ask for forgiveness later if I need to. And I'm really glad I did that because it's cool. Cause now we get to, you you can go and listen to that and then you can come back and listen to this or, you know, whatever order you want to do it. And I think you're, you're going to see some massive differences because I am a completely different human being speaking at the end of this microphone than I was just a year ago. It's wild, wild what has taken place this year. So in this episode, I am going to really, I'm not going to go through like a really extensive list of like all these different lessons. I really wanted to be succinct in this episode and share like the meat, 
you know, the things that actually like truly, truly mattered. So that's what I'm going to be sharing. But I woke up today and I was running my numbers today because I, I honestly was trying to decide what I wanted to do this week for work. And like, meaning, you know, do I launch something? Do I put something out by the end of the year? And I was running my numbers and, um, and saw that we crossed $500,000 in revenue. And one, I was proud because I was looking at my numbers and I've been looking at my numbers. I know my numbers very well. I've hired people to know my numbers like the back of their hand now. And, um, you know, so I was, I was proud about that. And I was proud because I immediately told Chris, I used to not tell Chris anything about my numbers for a few, nothing, you know, nothing like bad about him. Obviously it was all me, but I used to not talk about my numbers because I didn't know them very well. And, and anyway, well, that's, that's another conversation for another day, but I immediately told him and we were so, you know, we're like, we have to celebrate. And it was a really cool moment. And it was, it was awesome because just two months ago, we were on a call. We were on a call with, um, one of, I don't know, one of our financial advisor people and, um, talking about retirement funds and whatnot. And he had asked me what I thought my business would do this year. Like, yes. Okay. Where are you at now? What do you think it'll do by the end of the year? So this was like October, maybe in September, I don't know. And I, you know, I knew where I was right then. And I said, well, you know, based on where I'm at now, we're likely, we're likely going to cross 400 K. And as I said that, I was like, Oh, I hope I do it. (laughs) And we did, we did. And we, 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 you know, did better than that. 500 K just in, I mean, in that short period of time. Right. And it's just, I mean, the past four months, 50 K months. And actually I looked back, it was, it's five, um, 50 K no, no, it's four, sorry. Four months, 50 K back to back. Unreal. Um, and yeah, I mean, reflecting on that, I, I know, I know why I know why. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. And we've been kind of having this conversation for, I mean, this has been like a huge focus of the podcast the past couple months, because it's just been like massive breakthrough after massive breakthrough and, and, uh, really anchoring in to, to the lessons that that we're going to seal and, and make concrete in this episode. So yeah, let's, let's get into it. So first, let me give you kind of a, where should we start? All right. So I think where we should start is this year, there was a moment in time where my trajectory changed. And that was in the summer, um, around July or August something just shifted in me as a human, as a wife, as mom, as business owner, just all in all. And reflecting on that, I don't know if it was one specific thing or, you know, I mean, in reality, it was likely, I mean, 
just a culmination of so many different things. But around that time, investing in, you know, courses and and mentorships. And I I just, I I got around the, the right group of people for me. And I think everybody, we all have different, I guess, um, qualities or types of mentors that just work best for each of us, right? Like the type of mentor that's really going to speak to you or training or strategy or whatever the case may be, the right person or thing for you may not look the same for me and may not look the same for another person. It's all different, right? We're all, we all come from such different backgrounds and different things light us up. And it's like, I finally got around uh, a group. It was like, we spoke the same language. Like I found my people and from doing this and being open and like put in this world of women that were absolutely killing the freaking game and changing the rules and shifting the paradigms. I mean, living in almost a whole other world in terms of what they were creating and, you know, the, the, the realities that they were like playing in, in a way, it just, it, it opened my mind up in the best way possible. And this is when I had probably one of the biggest, or I removed probably the biggest block of my business to date, which I outlined extensively in episode 127 of this podcast, which is the money shift episode. I think the title is, is like this, this mindset shift will, I don't know. I can't remember the name, but it's, it's a money shift episode, episode 127. And that was like this massive moment for me where I realized that I wanted success so badly. I desired growth so badly in my business, which is a good thing. But the energy that I was trying to create in was from a place of lack because I was constantly comparing myself and I was constantly making what I was doing mean something negative because it wasn't like compared to the women that I'm, that I was looking up to and that I look up to now, it was child's play. And I made that mean, like I was so far away, you know, and I came from, from a place of lack and thus I didn't share it with you. I didn't look at my numbers. I had shame around the money that I was bringing in for these reasons. And that energy, I mean, that really, really needed to be cleaned up. And no doubt, I mean, I was doing fine in my business. You know, I mean, the beginning of the year, I, I was averaging I think 30, 35 K months, which is freaking insane. Like so good. But it was kind of this plateau that I had, that I had reached and, and no doubt the block that, that was there, that was in hindsight seemed to be keeping me from shifting into higher levels was this of, of shame and, um, lack of gratitude around 
the incredible growth and and the women that I was working with and you know all all of the things that I had done. So that number one, and I think where where my year really, really shifted was there episode 127. And also from that point on, because of that shift, it it almost like created this little mini, I don't, I don't know, kind of like a renaissance. I don't know if renaissance would be the word, but like, I mean, certainly a rebrand for me and not just aesthetically, which, you know, there was like a, a little mild aesthetic rebrand, which was cool. And there's more of that to come, but also rebrand and restructure on the way that I think about business in general, not just mine, but just business and especially online business. And I think the second biggest lesson that I've learned and that I'm I'm actively learning and really, really working through at the moment and, you know, no doubt has been like such a, a game changer for me has been the, the idea and understanding that we make the rules in our businesses. We set the limits. We put the limits on ourselves. They are self-imposed, right? So we all, all of us, I don't care who you are, we all have rules on and within our business, right? So like we all have these ideas and we we don't, you would never like call it a rule, but, but we believe in it so deeply, even if it's subconscious. And if you really believe in it, it's like a rule that you've set for yourself. So, <clears throat> so for example, a rule that I had for myself for the longest time was that if I wanted to have a seven figure year, you got to work up to that, right? You don't just go from $190,000 in revenue to a seven figure year. That's, I mean, that doesn't happen. That was a subconscious, not even subconscious. I mean, that was a rule that I put on my business. Other examples of this could be, you know, um, you, you can't be successful until you get a certain certification or until you have so many people in your audience or you can't make a certain level of revenue until X amount of people are watching your stories or you get X amount of engagement on your social media. Or a big rule that we all have in some way for ourselves is that business is really hard at certain periods or you have to go through a level of struggle for X amount of time, or, you know, some people have a rule that, that you have to hit rock bottom before you can have like a massive, a massively successful business. These are all these self-imposed rules that all of us in one way or another create and, and put in place for ourselves. And the fact of the matter is, is the rules aren't wrong. And this was like a big understanding, like aha moment for me as well as like, they're right. It, you know, those rules that you have, the limits that you have put on yourself, they're not wrong. They are absolutely right. And you are absolutely 
really experiencing them right now because they they're right. And this is why the quote from old Henry Ford is so profound. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And the reason why is because you're going to, whatever you believe, you're going to see reflected back to you. So really understanding this myself and then turning around and looking at my business from like an aerial view and seeing like, okay, what, what am I believing here? What are the rules that I'm putting on myself? for success, for impact, for, you know, what, what kind of press I can get, what kind of exposure I can get on the podcast or how many people can engage or, you know, whatever. And what I found was not surprising at all because it was absolutely what I was already creating. And, and it was no doubt because of, of my beliefs. And, one of my all-time favorite stories that I've ever heard that really sent this point home for me was from my mentor, Melanie and Lair. And I've shared this on the podcast before, and I'm going to briefly share it again because, I mean, when I heard this story, I cried because it it hit me so hard. But she shares a story where in 2018... In her business, her year started off with 20K months. The first, I think, till June or July, she hit $20,000 every single month. And she believed that at some point she was going to hit seven figures. She didn't know when, but she knew that she was a multi-million dollar business owner in the making. So her year starts off with, you know, $200,000 or I'm sorry, $20,000 till you know, mid-year. And instead of doing what most of us would do, which is, okay, what are we on track for, right? Like, what are we, what, what's likely going to happen here? Most people would say, okay, probably going to wrap up this year somewhere between two and $300,000, right? which is a rule, which is a limit. And then what that does is we play to that playbook, right? We say, okay, I'm doing this so far, thus only this can happen. Like my rule for this is if I'm only making 20K a month and I've done it for most of the year, then, you know, the rule for myself is I can, I can only finish it this. So then you start playing to that rule book. You, you set that into motion, and it's no doubt a self-fulfilling prophecy. But what she did was not that. She had so much gratitude every single month, no matter what it was, you know, 20K again, 20K again. She made it mean absolutely nothing about what her year could end as. But she she had like this, this perfect mix, or at least the way she explains it, I'm paraphrasing here, but this mix of gratitude for where she was, but also like absolute faith and certainty that she was a multi-million dollar business owner in the making. And long story short, she finishes 2018 as a seven-figure business owner. That makes no sense. And why this hit me so hard and brought literal tears to my eyes is because 
it, it was just like this reminder of, of like our past results only mean what we make them mean. And I've made posts before where I'm like, our past results don't matter. They don't mean anything. But actually, if 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 I were to be accurate, a more accurate way of saying that is your past results mean exactly what you make them mean. We have the power. We set the limits. And it was like this, this permission that I received in that moment to one, to see that it's possible. Cause like, and, and this is, and I've said this so many times, like the reason why I'm in business right now and the reason why I've hit the levels that I've hit and that I will hit seven figures and beyond in the future. The reason why is because other women who have come before and who have shared their lessons. That is the only reason why I would never in a million years think that this was possible for me if it weren't for those other women, right? So hearing that, it was like, you know, I saw like, holy crap, like that's what I'm doing this year. You know, I'm doing better than 20K months. And, you know, up until that point, I was making that mean what most people would make that mean. I would put the limit on myself. Okay, I'm I'm allowed, you know, if I'm doing this, and that means I'm allowed to make probably 300K this year. And it just, it was such a profound moment for me. And it got me testing this notion of of the the fact that that limits are man-made right and whether you're religious or you're spiritual or whatever you believe in god the universe source mother nature whoever you whoever whatever you believe in i think it's i mean it, it's so hard to talk about these things on a podcast and and be inclusive. But sharing from my perspective, I am religious and spiritual. The two go hand in hand, but I feel like nowadays you kind of have to separate them in a way, which is weird. Um, but what I believe is that our God, the universe, has no limits. That's pretty easy to understand, right? That's it's very easy to understand that our God absolutely has no limits. And if you really think about it, our God, of course, wants us to win, of course, wants us to thrive and create incredible things on this planet for other people and also for ourselves. Struggle not required. But at the same time, we all have free will, right? We all have a certain level of creative control in this thing that we call our lives. So with that, any limits, any rules we get to set, like they're absolutely self-imposed. So like understanding this and really thinking about this from so many different angles has been interesting for me. Because understanding and like really, and, and it's it's a process because there's so much conditioning. There's so much undoing that needs to be done to like really, really embody this notion of there are, I mean, 
you know, for the most part, no limits in the way that I'm talking about them, like the thoughts on struggle and, you know, the amount of revenue we can create and things like that, of course, are going to be, you know, different levels of limits, but not trying to get to, yeah, I'm not trying to get too complicated here, but what I'm trying to say is, is when you can work on understanding that like these limits are man-made and you can undo this, this really, really old conditioning that so many of us were brought up in, which is very linear, right? Like anything we learned, I learned in school anyway, it was all like so linear undoing. That's going to take time. But as you do, it just, it unlocks something and it's unlocked something in me because as I go into a new month, as I, finish up a new month or go into a launch. It's almost as if like, I don't need to look at past results. They're like, they, I don't have to make them mean anything. And I was just having this conversation with one of my private clients because she was, it was, was this last, last month? It was November and she was midway through her month. And had a number that she needed to hit and she was nowhere near hitting this number. It was a very slow month for her. And she came to me, she said, well, you know, it's mid month. I don't think I'm, I'm going to hit my number. And I mean, my eyes almost popped out of my head. I was a woman, we have 15 days left in this month that what you've done so far means can mean absolutely nothing if you let it. But if you make a slow beginning of the month mean a slower or a smaller end to the month, that's absolutely what you're going to see. So what do you want to see here? Like, what do you actually want to believe? Because all possibilities are available to us. All realities are available. Which one do you want to put yourself in right now? And we really, we worked through that and it was, it was cool. Cause I was having that conversation for myself as well. Cause November also for me as well. And I, and I told her, I said, Hey, November's slow for me too. The beginning of the month. I said, I have no doubt. I'm still going to hit 50 K. I've no, there's no question in my mind. I'm going to hit 50 K. No, I, I just, I just know it. Like that's, that's where I'm playing right now. Where do you want to play? What numbers do you want to hit? You know, we, we really got deep into this and she exceeded her numbers at the end of the month. Right. And it's like, it's so easy to talk about conceptually, but it's a whole other ball game in person, depending on your level of, of, uh, conditioning, I guess. Right. And that's probably another rule. That's, that's a nutsy. Look how easy this is. That's another rule, right? Like, well, depending on you know how you were brought up, this might be harder for you to grasp than other people, or it could just be really freaking easy for you to grasp because you decide that like you get it and you're not going to put limitations on yourself. So anyway, this again is just if you can't tell, <laughs> something that I'm very much in real time working through and, and playing with as we speak, but this idea of like, we make these rules in our business in terms of like what we choose to believe of like what's possible for us and also how we run our business. And I've talked quite extensively over the past few episodes as well on how I've really let go a lot of roles in terms of like, 
what I need to be launching and how I need to launch and how I need to show up and how often I post. And I've let all of those go, all of them. And, and it's, it's actually kind of awkward because I, I host trainings in, in a social media group and actually it's a network marketing group. And, um, you know, and I'll get questions sometimes like how often should I be posting and how often do I need to show up in stories? And it's like, I don't even believe stories around that anymore. Like the answer is whatever the hell you want it to be. (laughs) Right. But, but if you, if you only show up three times a month and you make that mean that you're a slacker, you're a slacker. Like you're going to see that. I show up when I want to. I post when I want to. I show up in my stories when I want to. And what that means for me is when I show up feeling good, then it creates good results in my business, right? It's not like something that I, it's not like an affirmation I say to myself, but but like my belief, I have zero beliefs around I have to show up X amount of time to create X amount of results. Zero, none. And, and nor am I going to make any. So that's just like one example of where I'm thriving with this. And now where I'm also playing with this is in terms of revenue that I'm creating. And I can see this play out in my business just over the past few months. And this was when I shifted from averaging 30-ish K months to now back-to-back 50, right? So now it's like, okay, what do I need to believe or like let go of to now go, go higher and impact even more women and, you know, create the things I want to create and and hit new levels for myself. So that was, and is a biggie for me. It's just this understanding of, you know, limits are man-made and and we make the rules in our business. Like whether you think you can or you can't, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's what that means. We have that control, but they don't have to be there. Those rules do not have to be there. So why not write new rules that serve you really well, right? And this is why you hear affirmations where it's like, the more I nap, the more money I make. And the more I travel, the more impact that I make. This is why really smart women have come up with these. And it makes so much sense to me now, because like, if we get to write the rules, why not write much better rules than I can only increase my revenue hundred K each year or linearly, or it has to make sense, or I can't make more than my parents make or, you know, whatever the thing is. So definitely something to think about and, and to ponder going into the new year. And then another biggie for me this year, and this has been like throughout the whole year, but most recently, this really kind of really stuck for me is this notion of like holding your power through difficult situations and like really um, working on walking with duality in your power. So what does that mean? That means that regardless of the roles that you put on your business and you know the way that you think about things, life is still going to happen. There's duality in everything, right? There's, there's good, there's, there's bad. And actually there's not good and bad. It's just like, those are, those are the meanings that we put on the things, but there's two sides to everything. You get to look at everything from whatever angle that you choose to look at. 
But where this has been really powerful for me is this has been obviously my most successful year in business thus far. And it's also been one of the hardest years that I've been through personally in a long, long time, in a really long time, just you know, challenging and emotionally draining year that I've had in a really, really long time. And the reason why both of those two things can coexist at the same time is because of what I'm about to share with you right now. And, and it, it kind of goes back to those rules, right? It's like, I know in the past, any time that I would go through something bad or I was in a bad mood or you know, just feeling like funky or I don't know, just feeling off my game, I almost like subconsciously had this rule that that was going to negatively affect my business, that in order for my business to thrive, my I had to be thriving. Like my business was a reflection of me as a human. And because of that thought, I had this like deep seated belief that if, if, if I'm having a hard time, my business is also going to suffer. And I'm undoing that as we speak. And it's been really a beautiful thing that I'm experiencing and really powerful. So let's, let's talk about like the year itself. Right. And, and like I said, it's it's been one of the harder ones in a while, probably, um, since I had crews, like when I had crews that first year, that was my first year in business. That was a freaking challenge for me. And then, you know, life kind of got back on track and kind of got my bearings again and, and things were good. And then this year it just felt like, you know, and then coming off of COVID 2020, it just felt like a tornado in a sense. But, you know, earlier this year, my mom gets diagnosed with cancer. Not only that, which obviously rocked our world, you know, we've never dealt with, with that, um, serious of a health diagnosis that close to me ever. So that really rocked our world. And, you know, that's how I lost my maternal grandmother. So it really freaked me out. But not only that, but at the same time, my mom ends up moving in with us. And that was really hard. Like, I love my mom to death. She's amazing, but she and I can absolutely bump heads. And we historically have done better in small doses. Um, and it's totally my fault. No, well, I mean, it's dumb. <laughs> not going to get into that. But <laughs> um, anyway, you know, it's complicated. But but yeah, so, you know, we received this diagnosis late spring, early, early summer which rocked our worlds. And then she moves in with us. So we go from like, everything is perfect and normal to now my mom is possibly dying and now she's going to move in with us so we can watch everything unfold. And of course be there for her, but it was like, whoa, it was a lot, a lot in a very short amount of time. At the same time, around that time, something that I, I hadn't shared until recently, but Chris's dad, my father-in-law, Ron, he has been, you know, he's had dementia 
And um, at the same time, around the same time, it, it progressed. And by fall, it had progressed so much. I mean, things took such a turn. And that it was, I mean, as you can imagine, just terribly heartbreaking. And um, and then out of nowhere, he we lost him in November. And it was an absolute shock. You know, he... Yes, his his he was ill, you know, in, in terms of the dementia, but like he, he was healthy otherwise, you know, he was a very healthy person. So to lose him all of a sudden, it was just like, what on earth? And, you know, so all of this was like happening mid-year and then coming off of 2020 with COVID, in addition to just like, you know, life and business and, and regular things, it was just a lot this year. It was a really, really heavy year, but at the same time, exact time my business was and is thriving and is growing quickly and the other day and I I think like I didn't realize this before but the other day I had a moment that made me really really proud of myself because like I alluded to in the beginning of this episode, this past week, like the week of Christmas, I I don't know if it was like a seasonal depression or what, but I I was really feeling it. I was really, really feeling it. And the holidays historically have not always been the happiest time for me for a variety of reasons. But now with our own lives and, you know, like... there's, there was no reason, you know, besides the fact that we just lost my father-in-law in in November, you know, other than that, things have been good. You know, we, my mom got, um, a clean bill of health from the doctor. She, she's cancer free, right? So we're going to the holidays with that amazing news. Everything, everything else has been fantastic. And, Either way, I I was feeling really, really, really low, like out of nowhere. And I I didn't know why. And I felt really guilty about it because nothing's wrong, right? Like Chris and I are, are doing amazing. I have healthy, beautiful little boy. My business is going well. Chris's job is going well. I mean, nothing was wrong. And I felt so just blah for days. And usually I can pull myself out of it after about a day, but this was like days. And it got to the point, I have a family member who, um, she, she's on, she, I'll just say it. She's on Prozac and she shared that. And, and I had the thought, like, is this something that I should consider? And I've never thought that before ever. Like I've never had issues, um, with depression before. It was so bizarre. I don't know what it was. I feel so much better today. And you know, over the weekend it got better, but thank God. Um, but the reason why I'm sharing this is because I had a moment and, um, I was doing something and I started to have the thought like, God, is this going to, is this going to impact my business? Like, what am I going to do if I'm still feeling like this next week? And, you know, is this like, gosh, things, I just started getting things 
up and, you know, going really well in my business. Like what? And then, and then I stopped myself. I said, I can walk with both. I said, you know, I thought I had the thought like this does not have to affect my business. Like that I can compartmentalize, you know, like my business gets to thrive and I get to be a human at the same damn time. Right. Like just because I am a real person going through real emotions, feeling real heavy things for whatever the reason does not have to negatively affect or otherwise affect my business, period. And I was so proud of myself that and I like actually said it out loud, like I'm going to I can walk with both. I can hold both. I can hold a growing, powerful business and a moment of emotional lowness at the same time. And like, I'll handle it as the leader that I am. If next week I'm still not feeling up to speed, I'll take the week off and I'll move calls. And like, it's, it's, it gets to be okay. So holding power through difficult situations this year has been so big. And I would love for you to think about this for yourself. Like where in your life, have you, or, or business, have you made it mean that you can't feel things or you, you know, you have to be perfect or you have to appear perfect or whatever, have like this high vibe all the time in order to create something incredible in your life and business. And I know that like in the past, I absolutely had that, that belief that was just not sustainable at all. Cause that's, that's not why we're here. We're not here to numb our feelings and, and to avoid humanness. Right. So I know that that, that was a biggie this year too. So honestly, that's where I can sum it up that that's, you know, really consciously making rules for yourself, catching those hidden limitations and holding your power through difficult situations, choosing to walk powerfully through and with duality. And I did a podcast episode, episode 129, where I talked about the 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 idea of duality in terms of trolls on the internet and um, you know, just like the downside or the the shadow <laughs> side of success. I, I talk about duality in that sense. And I, I think that that's such a powerful episode for everybody to listen to, especially if you're someone who dreams of creating something massive, right? Creating an empire for yourself, which of course you do. I hope you do. Um, I, I really encourage you to listen to episode 129 because I go deeper into it there too. But those have been absolutely trajectory changing for me. And I have no doubt, which is why I'm seeing the results I'm seeing now. So here's what I want to leave you with at the end of this episode. Obviously, and again, I don't know if you're going to listen to this in the beginning of the year or close to the end of the year, but whenever you do listen to this, if you choose to reflect on your results from 2021, which I think it's hard not to, you know, and I think it's it's a good thing to do that. If you do, I encourage you to not attach meaning to it or at least any meaning other than something positive, right? Be really cautious 
about reflecting and making it mean blank. Don't don't create the rule. Don't create the limit because it's done. It cannot be changed. And if you allow it or disallow it, it does not have to impact anything that you create moving forward. So I would love to challenge all of us to instead spend more time writing the script of what you actually want to create next year. What you really want to create, not what is logical or what makes sense or what's linear or what you think is appropriate, but what you really, really want to create. I really want to challenge you to go there. And when you're thinking of that, you will notice limits. Limits are going to pop up in the form of, yeah, but blank. Well, so-and-so did blank. Well, I only get X amount of likes on my Instagram, so blank. That's These are the limits bubbling to the surface. So I want you to do your best to look at those and, and to decide if you choose to believe them or not, because you absolutely have the power to make that choice. So create, write the script, create the thing. What do you want to create next year? And then spend some time thinking about who the version of you, like what the version of you looks like, acts like, thinks like that creates that reality. So if you want to hit a seven figure year, if you want to hit a six figure year, a multi six figure year, What are the, if you had to like envision yourself hitting that, what does she look like? What does she do? How does she think? How does she hire? How does she invest? How does she move in her, in her life, in her business? How can you start embodying that version now? I think that would be so much more powerful for all of us than spending too much time attaching meaning to what's already in the past. Okay. I hope this was helpful for you. I know this is a little bit longer than usual. So if you're still here, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I love you so much. Happy new year. I'll see you next year. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.